Life Audio. I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to a bonus episode of So Much More for Holy Week. After a quick word from our sponsors, we'll be back for our meditation. Well, this is our Maundy Thursday meditation. Before we get started, I want to invite you to go into the show notes and download the free Lint guided journal that I've made for you. And in it, it contains the scripture that we're going to meditate on today. It gives you space to record your reflections and space to pray. So you can always do this as an audio only experience, but that is a tool that I've made for you that I do think will be helpful. So I want to invite you to do that. Now, before we also get started, I want to unpack a little bit about what is Maundy Thursday. Well, it comes from the word mandatum. So Maundy is shortened from that, and it is Latin. It's mandate or command, and it is the new command that Jesus gives to us to love one another. It's found in John 13, 34. It says this, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Now there's four general things that happen on this Thursday before the crucifixion. The first is that Jesus and his disciples share the Passover meal together in the upper room. And that is where Jesus washes the disciples' feet. The second significant thing is that Jesus in that meal uses bread and wine as symbols of his coming sacrifice. And this is now how we celebrate communion to remember what he has done for us. The third thing is Jesus goes into Garden of Gethsemane, where he is distressed. And this is where he prays that the cup would pass from him, but he surrenders to God's will. And this is when the disciples fall asleep on him. Now, the fourth thing that happens is a mob comes into the garden and they are intending to forcibly seize Jesus to put him on trial but Jesus calms everyone and he goes in peace. And so those are the four kind of main events that happen on Maundy Thursday. It is a really important and a really emotional day for Jesus and the disciples. So today our meditation is going to come out of Matthew chapter 26, and we're going to work our way through verses 20 through 46, and we'll do this in a couple of different sections. So I'll guide you every step of the way. So first I want to invite you, let's just settle in and rest before God. And to do that, I want to invite you just to start taking some deep in and out breaths. And as you breathe in, just invite Jesus to help you be present in this space. And as you exhale, hand over to him anything that feels distracting to you, anything that may be weighing you down right now. 
Just go ahead and keep taking some deep in and out breaths. Let me pray for us as you do. Oh Lord, thank you that it is Holy Week. Time set aside for us to remember the journey you took to the cross. So as we contemplate these verses, we pray that your spirit would guide us. We pray that you would help us notice what you want us to notice. Lord, would you draw us closer to you as a result of this time? We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. So the first part of our meditation comes from Matthew 26, verses 20 through 25. Now, as I read this passage to you, invite the Spirit to help you take notice of the things that He wants you to notice. After this reading, I'll give you some space to reflect on the passage and anything maybe that you noticed. So this is Matthew 26, Verses 20 through 25. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, You have said so. So take a few moments now to notice what your attention was drawn to and take some space to prayerfully reflect on that now. The second part of our reflection continues in this story, and it is Matthew 26, 
verses 25 through 32. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. So take a moment now to notice whatever the Spirit helped you notice and take some time to prayerfully reflect on that. This third part of our reading continues in Matthew 26, and it is verses 36 through 46. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, May this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but 
as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. So take a few moments to prayerfully reflect on whatever captured your attention in this reading. Now, as I read the passage for you one more time in its entirety, I want to invite you to pay attention to the different things that you noticed in the first readings and just ask the Lord, is there something that you want me to see? Is there something that you want me to notice? And Lord, what is it that you have for me? In this passage, I'll give you some space after the reading to respond to God. And there are so many ways that we can respond. It may just be that we need to praise Him for who He is and what He's done. It may be that He wants to point something out to us, an invitation to us to do something different, whether it's the rest of this day or week or even long term. So just try to be open to whatever the Spirit is leading you too. So now this is our reading from Matthew 26 verses 20 through 46. And I do want to know that verses 33 through 35 
have been omitted. So if you're curious what they say, you can go look those up. So now this is our reading. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go, just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus told them, This very night, you will all fall away on account of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. 
Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. So take some time now to respond to God. thank you that these words have been recorded for us so that we can know what this day was like for you Lord I pray that whatever it is that you helped us notice would you help us carry that forward through today and through these next days as we move through your death and 
ultimately to the celebration of your resurrection. But today, Lord, help us to sit in the cost of the sacrifice, the personal cost that you were feeling in these moments. Help us not to jump too quickly to Easter, but to dwell in today and to do that tomorrow as well for Good Friday. Lord, guide and lead us. We are so thankful for you, thankful for what you have done for us, what it means for each and every one of us. We love you, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, I hope you'll join me tomorrow for another reflection, this time for Good Friday. Have a great day. I'm Don Hawkins, inviting you to be encouraged with my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You. To subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.